Okay, man, this is crazy. This is crazy. <sighs> um, look me in the eyes, Noah. I'm looking you in the eyes. Do you see my deep blue eyes? I I don't think you have blue eyes. No, I do. Look closer. I'm not seeing any. No, blue. look closer. Not seeing it. No, look closer. Looking. Look closer. Looking. Look even closer. Like what do you yeah, mean? Yeah, I don't have blue eyes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> do you have blue eyes? Um, Yours look kind of green, actually. I think they're more greenish. Wait, let me get closer. No, they're gray. They're not gray. No, they're they're gray. They're not gray. They're totally gray. <laughs> I do not have gray eyes. How do you know that, dude? Because they're mine. Did you know in Greek mythology, um, there are these three sisters called the Graii, who are sisters of the Gorgons, which is something you might, where you might be familiar are with. Are they the ones um, that are, like, knitting? Uh, or is no. that something else? Those are the fates, I think. Oh, yeah. Another, think there are right. a lot of, for some reason, there are a lot of groups of sisters in Greek mythology. You have the Graii, the Gorgons, the fates, the Furies, um, the, the Muses. Have you ever seen Xanadu? No. Xanadu! What Features Olivia Newton-John, oh. um, who made the song Physical, Physical, and she plays a Greek muse in in uh, in Xanadu, and she falls in love with this mortal dude. Point being, uh, she's a roller skating boss ass queen in that film. And then they get in a car and they and they fly away. No, because they're we're no like Greece. No, no, Noah. They live in like I don't know New York or something. Yeah, like. Actually, I don't, I don't P- point know. being, Noah, uh, the Graii are sisters of the Gorgons. Medusa is a Gorgon who was slain by Perseus. Yeah, um, I know. And Perseus a, a, a lame person because he killed Medusa while she was sleeping, so he couldn't even face her while he, she was awake. Point being, the Graii are these three sisters that share one eye and one tooth. Okay, I have heard of that. Um, and they were the only people that knew where Medusa lived. So Perseus, being the jerk he was, stole their one eye and their one tooth and refused to give it back until <laughs> they told him where Medusa lived, like a five-year-old. I see. Uh, where this was going, I yeah, forget. I was gonna but say, the Gryi um, are lame. Not Well, not the Gryi. They're not lame? The, no, Perseus is lame. Perseus is lame. I'm going to have to agree with that. The, cry, the Gryi are actually... Why did, he, why did he have to kill Medusa again? Uh... Long well to my okay so here's the thing his mom was this woman named I think it's pronounced Danae it's spelled D A N A E okay but there's like I think it's an umlaut on top of the e point being um I'm gonna give a lot of context right now but Danae was locked in a chamber of bronze by her father I think I forgot what her father's name was but her father was her father had received an oracle at Delphi saying that. Her his daughter would bore a son that would kill him. Oh, okay, right? yeah. Okay, so, I, I remember so that. Dene, so Danae's father locked her in a chamber of bronze to hide her from men. As you do. Um, but Zeus fell in love with her. So Zeus uh, appeared to her as like a golden rain. Um, and through their quote-unquote union, which I don't think was an actual union, Perseus was born. Um, and Perseus did a bunch of shit. I mean, I can't say shit on air, but we're going to cut this anyway. <laughs> um, Perseus and Danae, like, somehow got in a chest, floated to an island. They met a king, and uh, the king fell in love with Danae and saw Perseus as an obstacle. So he sent Perseus on a mission that he thought would di- he would die from, which was to slay Medusa. Gotcha. That's a lot of context to say, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I understand. But you know what I am going to say? What are you going to say? Three... Two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Cordcast. Welcome. We're back in the studio. My name is Ephraim Cooper. My name is Noah Block. We're also back with our resident Googler, Maya Lisney. Maya, you want to say hi real quick? Hey, y'all. Yeah, so it's, this is actually quite exciting because we are recording with a brand new mixing and mic system for the Cordcast on the first time. Maya is not only acting as our resident Googler, but our also resident sound mixer and awesome uh, audio person. Exactly. So um, we're going to give some rounds of applause into the mic for Maya. Yay. Uh, we love and appreciate Maya. Um, and yeah, Noah and I are back for our last episode, our holiday special, before we leave for winter break. 
Noah, what's good? What is good? That's what actually what we're going to talk about today. What is good? What is good? Specifically, should we just jump into it? Yeah, let's just jump into let's it. Let's just jump into why, it. Why do we need to... Why the pleasantries? Exactly. Give the people what they want. All right. So, I have a list here of the top 10 most beloved Christmas movies. Oh! And kay. I think it would be fun if you tried to guess what they are. Okay. If I try and guess what they are? Yeah. And, like, I will... I'll tell you if if they made the list, if they made the cut, and I'll tell you, like, what their rank is. Okay. Wow. I like this game. I like this game. And then I have some, like, fun facts about, like, the, okay. top, the top three. Okay. This is amazing. I'm excited mm-hmm. for this. So okay. this is... Yeah, most loved Christmas movies. This is from a, um, like a survey in 2022. Oh wow, recent. There's, I agree with 99% of these. There's okay. two where I'm confused about. Um, okay. But the others make sense. Okay, so right off the bat, Noah. Uh huh. Two words. Die Hard. That actually made the list. <laughs> that that's number that's number ten. I knew it. Is I, that one of the ones you're confused about? That was. I knew it. Yes. It was It had no. to have been Die Hard. I wasn't confused about it, but you know, is it a Christmas movie? It's not. It's not a Christmas movie. It's a movie that takes place during Christmas uh-huh. and there's a distinct so, difference. So what makes a Christmas movie a Christmas movie? Um it, one of the main themes has to be like Christmas and or Christmas okay. magic. That I will I'll agree with that. So I think um, so. Frosty the Snowman's a Christmas movie. Yep. Because um, well, actually, is Frosty the Snowman a Chris- Christmas movie? Of course, it's a Christmas I, movie. I guess it does. Ta- it does use magic, but is it Christmas magic? Doesn't it? Isn't it about? I haven't seen that for. A I while. also haven't seen it for it a while. But also in the s- did not make the list, so we're not going to really? talk about it. Really? Okay, we're not going <laughs> to. Okay. I um, well, I guess in the song they don't bring up Christmas at all. I guess they don't mm. in the song. But I don't think in Maybe. that TV special either. They definitely do. Okay. It's r- right? I don't I know. Mean, there's a there must be a reason it always plays during Christmas, you know? I mean, it's, you know, winter, so. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so Die Hard's at so, 10. So, yes, Die Hard was number 10. Okay, I'm also going to throw out there, I bet Home Alone's on this list. Home Alone is also on the list. Home Kay. Alone comes in at number 9. Really? Um, that low? Yeah, I was a little surprised by that. Um, I looked at a couple different surveys just so I could kind of get an idea. Yeah. Um, and Home Alone was, I think, number one or number two on the most watched. Okay. So I think a lot of people watch it. I, I don't think it's everyone's favorite, maybe. Yeah, I honestly thought Home Alone would be, like, top three. I also, uh, yeah, I thought that based on the others. Um, what do you think of Home Alone? Because I haven't seen it in a I, while. I like Home Alone. It definitely, it used to be a lot funnier. I think so too. But I still like it. Now I just think I well, I mean, again, I haven't seen it in a while, so mm-hmm. I don't know how well it's aged. I probably haven't seen it in full for like five, 10 plus years, honestly. 10 years? Maybe? Wow. Have not seen it in full. Okay. Are you Okay, I guess first of all, are you a Christmas movie guy? Do you watch a lot of Christmas movies? Not, not really. really. Okay. Like I I'm not really a movie person in general, I'll be honest. Um but you know, I know the classics like Home Alone. Um, I've never actually seen a Christmas Story, which okay. is going to be my next guess. That also with that is Ralphie not, guy. It's not on here. Really? I'm a little confused by that. I thought that was like a big Christmas movie. I, Maya, is that a big Christmas movie? I thought so. I thought so too. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of old though. It's like from 1982 or something. It is pretty old. There's some older ones on here though. Really? Oh yeah. That's a big hint. Um, is a is it it's a wonderful life that comes in at number two wow which i that is high i love it's a wonderful life that is that's my favorite christmas movie that's another one i haven't seen is never seen it no can you break down the plot for me um okay yeah so it's about this guy george bailey okay also this is an old one i think it's like 50s or 60s okay um and he's living in this tiny little town called uh, bedford falls and he has these big dreams of um, going and exploring the world. But then, um, and also his dad is running a, like a savings and loan. So kind of like a bank. Right, right. But they help people like build houses. It's kind of like a nonprofit type thing. Okay. Um, anyways, um, he has this deal with his brother 
who, um, so his brother's going to go off to college while he stays and helps out with his dad at the savings and loan. Um, and then his brother's going to come back and they're going to trade places. Whoa. Are they but like identical or something? No, they're not. They're not identical. Okay. They're just his brother actually plays a pretty small, like he's not a oh, major okay. character. Okay. But long story short, he ends up um, having to stay with the savings and loan. And he um, is very upset about this because he doesn't get to go and see the world. He just has to stay in his crummy hometown. Um, what happens next? And eventually they lose a very large sum of money. Um, and his uncle accidentally gives it away to, this, to the antagonist of the movie, um, Mr. Potter. Who is just like this horribly evil man? <laughs> he he sucks. <laughs> he's horrible. He's trying to get everyone. He's trying to um, like buy everything in this in this town, and he basically does except for the saving wow. loan. Um, and he accidentally gives it to this guy, to the Mr. Potter. So they lose all this money, and it's like the same day that they're getting audited, and it's so just this horrible mess. Yeah, bad day. So bad George starts day. contemplating suicide. And he actually does. He jumps off of a bridge. Whoa. Is I that probably, a spoiler? It's not a spoiler because he doesn't die. Okay. Um, wow. But. Yeah, it has, <laughs> it has been. That's another good um, point, I guess. I guess. And then. Well, what, so the interesting thing about this movie and what you can probably tell is like the whole actual like plot happens in like the last like 15 minutes. <laughs> Everything else is just setting it up. Those so last like all of this. Uh huh. And what happens is he has a guardian angel that shows him what the town would look like if he had never been born. So if he'd actually gone through with it and everything. Wow. Um, and you, you see the town that's controlled by this, this horribly evil person. Mr. Potter. Yeah, Mr. Potter. And he realizes that he actually made the right decision by staying and helping out his dad and helping people have like affordable housing. Wow. Um, I feel like I'm not doing a good job of describing this movie, but is, it's, is, it's a very good... Is is this movie an allegory for capitalism? Um, Definitely a little bit. <laughs> definitely a little bit. Because Mr. Pot Potter's the, the he's, evil mm -hmm. guy. The, he's he, like representative he is, of like a corporation. He is like capitalism personified, I would say. Dang. He's horrible. And what's his name? George? George Bailey. He's just trying to survive. Yes. He's just... He's just an average, everyday guy. Yeah, member of the working class. Yep. Trying to, trying yeah. to, it's a really good trying movie. Trying to make I, his bread. I would a thousand percent recommend it. It'll be on my to-watch list, which is you rapidly expanding. Um, so that's number two. Mm -hmm. You know, okay, I actually have an It's Wonderful Life story. Um, are, are you familiar with the Fairly Odd Parents? Um, somewhat. With, like, the little Timmy Turner guy? Yeah, I, I, I'm aware. Adorable. Um, there is a Fairly Odd Parents episode that is a parody of it's an of it's a, a of it's a wonderful really, life. Really, there's an episode where Timmy wishes he was never born. Yeah, and Jorgen plays his um guardian angel uh -huh. who shows him what happens if he were never born because he I mean he never met Wanda and Cosmo because yeah. he was never born. Um, and was never a, a, a struggling child with a <laughs> with a bad babysitter. Uh -huh. um, and I don't remember how the episode ends, but he, I think, I don't know if Jorgen like makes a wish or if like Timmy has to prove how he needs fairly godparents or something. Um, but whenever I think of it's of it's how do you say this movie's title? It's a wonderful life. Yeah, it's a wonderful life. Whenever I think of that film, I think of that fairly odd parents episode i'm not even that big of a fairly uh -huh. odd parents fan it just comes to my mind for yeah. some reason honestly i cannot recommend this movie enough i really want to see it right now just talking about it let's do a it's marathon or something can i share some lore i just discovered yes please yes, share lore. i actually have some lore on it but yeah hey guys it's maya what's up maya I'm maya on the mic i just real quick wanted to share that in uh, 2019 it was announced that a stage a, a stage musical adaptation was in development for uh, It's a Wonderful Life with music and lyrics by Sir Paul McCartney. What? But it has not been announced yet. Dude. <laughs> As of now, there's nothing nothing else has come up. But potentially there will be a stage oh musical gosh. of It's a Wonderful Life with music and lyrics by Sir Paul McCartney coming out in 
the next couple of years, hopefully. But anyways, that I saw that and that got me really excited. Wow. So that's your Maya. Here's Noah. Thank you, Maya. Yes, thank you, Maya. I Man. am hyped for that. Okay, we're um, gonna go see that, right? Yes. Can we, Noah? We can meet Paul McCartney. Um, <laughs> is he gonna be there? I mean, why wouldn't writing? he? He's writing music. Well, you know, if okay, if I ever meet Paul McCartney, this is what I'm gonna say to Paul. What are you gonna say that separates you from everyone else? Here's what I do. Well, actually, if I gotta say if I crazy. did see Paul McCartney in person, I probably wouldn't talk to him out of fear. So okay. assuming I'm not fearful of talking to him, this is what I do. Oi, Paul! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta listen to this new band. It's called uh, uh, the the called uh, Ghouls, and they're from Fargo Moorhead. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you gotta sign them, and uh, you know, give them a little promo. They're basically the new Beatles, Paul. <laughs> you gotta make them big, Paul. <laughs> and <laughs> and then Paul will be like, oh, yeah, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon. I think I will sign the ghouls. And then ghouls get big. Uh, they play Madison Square Garden that year. And I hop in the pit for standards. Got That's it. That's what happens. I love it. Oh, really? A thing? Okay. We'll talk about that. Okay, so I want to keep guessing on this list. Let's one more thing. I have some fun facts about it. Some wonderful. Oh yeah. Okay. And then, sure. And please. then we can be done. Um, I I'm I'm loving talking so about this movie. It so. actually was not a, a success when it first aired. Um, they went about 0.5 million over budget. Um, <laughs> oh my god. So not a ton, but um, they went over budget. It was not successful. It re- initially received mixed reviews and was unsuccessful at the box office, but it did become a Christmas classic in the 70s after the film's copyright holder. They literally just forgot to file renewal of the <laughs> so copyright. So it became public domain. So it, become pu- so it became public domain. <laughs> and then everybody just started showing it, and then people were like, hey, this is actually really good. Um, I just thought that was really funny. Yeah, that is kind of funny. I um, feel kind of bad, so they must not have made that much money off it. Um, yeah, I guess not. Um, but it did. Um, so the director Frank Capra. Um, it was kind. That was like, like the end. Uh, um, he he was like almost the end of his career because it was that just this not not successful. Like, like everyone was like, oh, he can't make good movies anymore. What but else? They is, were wrong. What else is he for uh, directed? Do you know? Um, I definitely know. I'm trying Frank to think. Capra. Can we get a Google on that, Maya? Maya's on it. Maya on the case. Because I feel like I recognize the name. I don't recognize any of these things. Um, oh. oh, I've actually... He has this oh, movie called... A lot of propaganda, though. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, he has this movie called Mr. Deeds Goes to Town that I've seen from 1936. Really? It's just about this guy that wins a huge amount of money. And how he realizes that he doesn't actually want to have all this money. Wow. It's a pretty good mo- it's a pretty good, like decent movie for 1936, I think. Maya, can we get some context on that propaganda? Oh yeah, um in the 40s he was making propaganda why we fight revolution war, <laughs> why we fight the Nazi strike, why we fight divide and conquer. So it looks like he did a series called uh, it was a series of seven informational films which is just 1940s speak for propaganda. Um, <laughs> and it was written for American soldiers to understand why the U.S. was involved in the war. But, hold on, we're finding there's, there's a but here. Uh-oh. Um, but uh, FDR ordered distribution for public viewing as well. Okay, so wow. it was supposed to go to just the, the soldiers, but then he was like, nah, show it to everybody. Wow. Frank Capra, everybody. Little <laughs> introduction. Apparently, apparently, there were also some animated segments in there produced by the Walt Disney Productions company. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, the mouse of the House of Mouse, everybody. House of Mouse. House of Mouse. All right. So you've. Um, so I've gotten got Die Hard, and Home Alone, Nine and Ten. Okay. What could be number one? Um. 
A Christmas Story is not on the list. Christmas Story has not made this list. Um, I don't know if this counts as a movie, but is is a uh, is that Charlie Brown Christmas special on the list? It is on the list. Yes, number one. Whoa. You did it. I'm honestly, I'm happy about that. I am too. I'm I'm happy about that. What's funny about um, a Charlie Brown Christmas is it was made in a matter of days. Really? Like uh, directed? Well, okay. Here, let me let me pull up my notes here. Get your notes. So I'm not spouting misinformation. So we the story, do this podcast after all. <laughs> the story of how it started was so you have Charles Schultz, right, who's the um, the creator and animator, and basically this um, this guy named Lee Mendelson approached him and was like, "I want to do a documentary about you, just a, a short, like thirty minute, like special, special type thing." Um, and when they were talking, um. About this project, they were approached by John Allen, who was, I believe he was representing Coca-Cola. Um, they wanted a Christmas special to to sponsor during the holiday season. Mm. Um, so just to get more advertising. And he was like, do you guys want to do a Charlie Brown Christmas special or something? You know, something with Charlie Brown and Christmas? Yeah. Um, and they were like, maybe. And he said, well, if you want to... Um, they talked to him on a Wednesday, and they're <laughs> like, "We're gonna need an outline by Monday." <laughs> so they got, um, they prepared an outline for the Coca-Cola executives in less than a day. Whoa! Um, and they basically approached them. They were like, uh, "There's gonna be winter scenes. Uh, there's gonna be a school play. Um, we're gonna read from the Bible, and there's gonna be a soundtrack combining jazz and traditional music." Oh, and that's the, uh, the outline. Yeah, that's yeah. the Vince Giraldi. Yep. Yep. Love that album. And the outline really didn't change from the course of the production. They had an outline, and they just they just went with it. Mm. Um, some other fun facts. They almost had a laugh track. <laughs> um, but Schultz was like, no way. We're not doing that. Mad respect to Schultz, honestly. The recording for all the like the voices was done in a day. Um, they went 20000 over budget. Heck yeah. I don't think that's inflation adjusted, so I'm not sure how much that is today. Um, but yeah, it was kind of just like this thing to just sort of happen with very little planning. I have, you know, I have good memories of that Charlie Brown Christmas special. I think I've, my favorite Peanuts character has always been Linus. I love Linus. I think he's adorable. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I, I respect the blanket. Yes. Um, my, I connected with Linus because my, my my mom and dad didn't like me bringing a blanket to the movie theater. <laughs> and I was like, why can't I bring a blanket to the movie theater? I just want to be comfortable watching Cars 2, Mom. That makes sense. Please let me bring my blanket to the exactly. movie theater. And they were always like, no, no. But I'm in college now. <laughs> so I can bring my blanket to the movie theater. You can bring your blanket anywhere you want to. Yes. So Linus is a blanket king for that. <laughs> Put some respect on his name. <laughs> Is what I say. Um, Mad respect to Linus. What's also interesting about A Charlie Brown Christmas is the use of um, religion. Because at the time, there actually wasn't a lot of, like, animated, um, like, Christmas specials that were religious. They were were talking about Christmas, but they they didn't talk about the Bible at all. Yeah, you know, interestingly, that Linus speech that he Uh gives never, like, I never really thought about it. Yeah. But like, I mean, looking back, it's a significant part of that it, special. It was, and that was that was all Charles Schultz. He really, he was, he's a very, or he was very religious, mm. um, and he was adamant that they include something like that in the mm. movie. Interesting. Despite, um, like the producers being like, "Uh, I don't know if we should do this." <laughs> do you? Is it kind of awesome how Minnesota has, um, two the the two Minnesotan icons I know. Are Prince and Charles Schultz. Yep. And Charles Schultz should be probably more of an icon. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. I agree with that. Do you, do you, I think I've asked you if you've seen any Calvin and Hobbes or read any Calvin I and Hobbes. I love Calvin and Hobbes. Really? Calvin and Hobbes is the best. I am kind of saddened by the fact that we never got any animated Calvin and Hobbes um, specials like Charlie Brown. I'm do you think that would have worked? I'm. I don't know if it would have worked. I I'm worried. I feel like it's good where it is right now. I just I feel like there's so much 
there's just so much life in all of those stories. Uh-huh. And Bill Watterson did a great job of bringing those stories to life. And I feel like a, a legitimately good special could have just elevated the quality of Calvin and Hobbes even more. But you're right that uh, the medium in which it's in is already great. So I'm not complaining. Okay, so Charlie Brown Christmas special is yes. number one. So you have the top two and the bottom two right now. Okay. Um, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Um, are any Krampus movies? Krampus? <laughs> maybe, is there maybe that's kind of a, an out there one. but That did not make the top ten list. Are you, are you familiar with The Legend of Krampus? Because uh, I'm not. So, sort of. I didn't know there were movies. I have a friend who's German, mm-hmm. and um, we did a Krampus marathon um a couple like last christmas is shout like, out Nick. is that like horror yeah uh there were a few horror movies yeah there was one like pretty big adaptation from like, i think like 2015 that made a krampus thing but um, a majority of them are just like bad like direct-to-video films on tv yeah. or something yeah that's what i would figure um so none of those um can i get like one hint um hmm I honestly don't know that well, many Christmas movies. Three of them have the name Christmas in the title. Really? Um, I don't. I don't know how to give you a hint without just outright telling you. Okay. I can think. Maya, um, do you have any guesses? Love your input. Um, I mean, the only thing that I have to guess that has not been said so far is Elf. Oh, oh, Elf. That also is not on the the bo- most beloved really? list. I I feel like that should be. I I, I agree. I would have switched it, out Die Hard for Elf. It was on the most watched list that I looked at. So that is interesting. Um, I really don't want to give up here. All right, I'll give you a hint. That's probably. Too I big. hope I hope that you just get it from this. But Doctor Seuss. Oh, oh wait, no wait. How can I forget the Grinch? Exactly. I am a dummy, bro. How the, the Grinch, Grinch Stole Christmas. So this is the weird part of this list. What's the weird part? How the Grinch Stole Christmas is number three. Um, that however, doesn't surprise me. That, that part I agree with. However, number six is also the Grinch because they like did a remake in like 2018. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Really? 2018 Illumination yeah, Grinch I remake. I never saw it because I thought, why are they doing this? And they already had a 2000 remake with Jim yeah, Carrey. Yeah, which I'm not a fan of. I'm also not a fan of. Yeah. It's not a good... I, I just yeah, right? I'm, I'm not completely sure why, about why'd this they, list. Why'd they put the remake on and not Elf? I like, mean, come on. It, it was based on a survey, so this is what the people want, uh, apparently. <laughs> I Elf would have been on there. Yeah, I think I think Elf definitely makes the top. Also, ten. while we're talking about the Grinch, there's a Cat in the Hat and Grinch crossover Christmas special. Really? Yes, that's a thing. When the what, Cat in where, the Hat why? meets the Grinch, it was a sequel to How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And You're I think joking. it was an attempt to like broaden Dr. Seuss's books into more specials. And like TV content. My guess is that it was very bad. Yeah, it wasn't good. It, it was not good. Um, and the whole the whole point of the special was about how they're opposites, but the message huh. of that wasn't really conveyed very well. That's that's really weird. Would you watch that today? I might watch it just to see how bad it is. But while we're talking about Dr. Seuss, what did you think of the Lorax film? Um, I kind of think it's, it's iconic okay. now. It's it's an okay. M- it's an okay movie. I I don't really have any strong feelings. I think I can't help but think people are our age love that movie. I think it has a it has some good songs. How bad I, yeah, I, exactly. I cannot be oh, I'm just doing what comes naturally. I kinda Sing stuttered it. there. You got it. Let it die, let, let it, it die. die. <laughs> <laughs> let it shrivel <laughs> up and you know? Yeah, I do know. <laughs> I know. I mean, O'Hare even got the the claps on yeah. beats two and four. That's you yeah. gotta respect that. You gotta respect that. There's a video out there of this pianist, uh, Harry Connick Jr., who was frustrated that an audience uh, was clapping on beats one and three yeah. for the song he was playing. So while he was playing the measure or the music, he added a measure of five four in there, so that when he went back to the four four, the audience would be clapping on beats two and four because the pattern had been offset. 
And with, I don't know what that means. Okay, you'd have you'd have to uh, after the, the episode recording, I'll show you. Yeah, you got it. You got it. I'll show you a recording of it when um, we're done because it's kind of awesome. I have heard of that before, but it doesn't really doesn't mean too much to me. Okay. Um. So there's so the Grinch is on yeah, there. So there's four left. Um. I would say, and they all have Christmas in the title. Three of them, I would probably guess. Christmas with the cranks. <laughs> What? <laughs> With is Jamie this, Lee am Curtis? I, am I out of the loop here? Or? Jamie Lee Curtis? You have the weirdest taste in movies. I do. <laughs> the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That makes it on there. I've yeah. never seen that. That's that's number five. Never seen that. Is that good? Not really. <laughs> I think, you know, I used to think that, but I'm, I'm actually a, a big fan of it, I would say. It, they're fun movies. Uh, the only experience I have with National Lampoon at all is there's a Blink-182 song called Josie and there's a lyric in the song about how Mark Hoppus's fictional girlfriend in the song um, stays up watching Vacation which refers to National Lampoon's Vacation and I didn't know what that meant when I was um, 13 and I honestly still don't really know what it means because I've never seen National Lampoon's Vacation I would would definitely I would recommend it it's a funny one it's like Home Alone, where it yeah. doesn't take itself super seriously. It's just a fun Christmas movie. Okay. That Blink song is pretty good, I will say. I will add. Take um, your word for it. So, Noah, I don't know any more Christmas movies. Okay. You're going to have to help um, me out here, man. So, at seven, it has Christmas in the title. It's not Christmas with the Cranks. It's not Christmas with the... Cr- or the Franks? I don't know what the actual... Christmas. I think it's Cranks... Can I get a Google on that? Yeah, Christmas I, with the Cranks. I see Cranks here. With Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, okay. Okay. This it's from like 2004, right? You're think? not just making it up, at least. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> oh, but the Santa Claus. Tim Allen? The Santa Claus was on some of the lists I looked at, but it was not on this one. Dang. Did you know the um, first Santa Claus movie is from like 1994? I did not That's know that. Crazy. Okay, so. Um, so this one. Santa Claus is not here. Let's see if you can guess the third word here. A Christmas story. Nope, you already. Oh, Christmas Carol. There you go, Christmas Carol. Oh. That's number seven. Uh, which version? Because there are a lot. It did not say. There's a Muppet Christmas Carol. It didn't say a Muppet's Christmas Carol or. What is that one called? What is the official name of that one? A Muppet Christmas Carol? Is it? I think. Um, there's also a... There's like a 2011 Disney remake yeah. of A Christmas Carol. I like that one. That's the one I've always seen. That one also coincidentally has Jim Carrey in it. It's a little spooky, but... The animation's a little freaky, It's kind of honestly. it's supposed to be. Like, Scrooge in that movie looks terrifying. I've... I've always been right? a fan of this one. Like yeah, that's goofy. Looks, it's a little. Maya pulled up a picture of the poster. It's everybody. kind of like. Um, yeah, I don't. Because <laughs> one of the in the movie, one of the ghosts like sets it yeah. off while he's on it, mm-hmm. and they go to like his past or whatever, his present. You know what Christmas Carol? I love a Christmas Carol. I just love the whole the story in general. I think it's. It's like a feel good. Yeah. Story. I think, um, you know, by the end, you're definitely kind of rooting for Scrooge. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which is nice. Okay. Now, uh, what else on this list? So, number eight. You can just, you know, poke me in the yeah. right direction. Can I guess you? Yes. You can guess. It is on there. And that was the one I was, con- that was the other one I was confused about because I've never seen this movie. Oh, okay. Maya, can we get a breakdown on, yeah. uh, on A Christmas Carol? Or rather, White Christmas? Hello. Yes, absolutely. So, White Christmas is uh, that's my family's tradition. Well, you know how everybody has, everybody's family has that one movie that you watch every single year. It's that one for us. Um, it is an old Hollywood musical. Um, it came after they made one called. You know what? Let me pull this up so I'm not saying misinformation because I am the Googler. But there was a film called Holiday Inn that um, I think it was made by the same people a couple years prior, um, and they had written the song White Christmas for that. So this was um, Irving Berlin, who is the guy who wrote White Christmas, um, composed the music for that film. And then they made another one, and so basically the plot of this film is there are these two guys who are performers, um, and 
they meet these two girls who are also performers and they both go to work at this inn in in Vermont and it's all snowy and they're putting on a performance and the inn is going to, I don't know, something like a, it's like they got to save the inn with oh. their Christmas performance or something like that. And That's then, of course, they fall in love with each other. But um, it's got Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye as the main guys and their eyes are both so blue it's really distracting and then there's rosemary clooney and vera ellen who are the two ladies um and there's lots of fun songs in there such as white christmas such as um we'll follow the old man whatever he wants to go which is about they sing it to their general um because they're oh yeah they're also in the war at the beginning of the film and then they <laughs> stop being in the war so at the beginning of the war th at the beginning of the film they're just performing for their soldiers in their battalion or whatever and then then later on they become like professional performers um and then there's also the song um uh when i'm dreaming and i can't sleep i count my blessings instead of sheep and you'll fall asleep counting your blessings it's got some very lovely little songs in there wow. oh and then the song sisters which they sing about being sisters and it goes like this sisters sisters uh, we were something 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 yeah. sisters <laughs> anyways um i love white christmas and if you love old broadway and you love flashy performances and ladies with tiny waists and fellows with bright blue eyes then this is the perfect perfect film for you um yeah i think that's all i got on white christmas but i highly recommend it thanks maya always Thank love you. a good maya tidbit guys i was i was very confused by that one because i've never even heard of it but uh but now we I have because maya's explained it beautifully what else we got here noah so there's one left oh, one and more pretty lukewarm about this one i don't really have any strong feelings about it so i'm just gonna go and say it um rudolph the red-nosed reindeer oh kind of i actually thought about that one but i was yeah. like there's no way that's on the list i mean it's it's a classic uh, I, I guess, guess. so I, I also don't really have strong feelings never been a huge fan it. i will tell you though that i hate um the song rudolph the red-nosed reindeer really is that your least think favorite about, christmas song think it, well I don't like the message that it's sending. <laughs> so, are you are you aware of the like of course of the song? Right? Yes. So Rudolph they all pick on and they all bully reindeer. Rudolph. Uh, there's two reasons I don't like this song, right? Actually, but the main reason is that it doesn't it's bad lesson to teach right, kids right. because they all pick on and they bully Rudolph because he has a red nose, right? He's different, and they accept him at the end, right? And why do they accept him? Because he's suddenly useful. <laughs> they don't get to know him. They don't realize that they're being jerks. You know, jerks, yeah. They're they're just like, Oh, he saved us, so now we like him. There's no learning. That's insane. I think that's absolutely insane. And I think the crazy part is I think it was originally framed to be like a redemption story. Uh huh. But there was no he redeeming to be done in the need first to place. Redeem himself. Um Jack Johnson actually um did like a remix. Like a response song? Um, yeah, he d he has his own song where um, I don't remember exactly what happens, but I think Rudolph is like, "Hey, screw you guys! <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not dealing." You guys with only this. value me for what I can uh -huh. offer you. I don't Dang. I don't like exactly remember the lyrics, but wow. Um, so thank you, Jack Johnson. The other reason I don't like the song is that it doesn't make any sense. So here, I'm gonna pull up the lyrics really quick so yeah. I don't get this wrong. I can get a read. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny no, you nose, got like so a light bulb. He had a very shiny nose, okay? Um, and if you ever saw mm -hmm. him, you would even say it glows so it, like a yeah. light bulb. So he has a very shiny nose. You might even say that it glows. So, like, we're not talking about a bright light, okay? <laughs> it's shiny. He has a shiny red nose, and that's supposed to guide them through this thick winter fog? I don't think so. I mean... I don't think so. I mean, you know, I talked about Greek mythology, I think, before we started recording this episode. Uh -huh. And the thing with Greek mythology is that the canon's all messed up. And the, the concept of time that uh, myths have is completely messed up. Like... 
like for some reason Hercules is during doing his labors when he's on the trip um, with Jason and the Argonauts, and he's doing that at the same time as he's doing his labors, which doesn't make sense, right? Maybe I'm not trying to defend Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I have no stake in this. I'm kind of playing devil's advocate here to say that maybe it's just meant to be silly. It's like I said, you know, they're trying but to frame it as a redemption we've arc, already, even if there's nothing We've to already established that it's not silly. It's teaching children a bad message. Anyways, I, I do not like that song. Screw it, it Rudolph me. the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Who do you think would win in a fight, Rudolph or Frosty? Rudolph. I'm, I'm picking Frosty. Rudolph just has to wait until summer. Actually, he just yeah, has to I, wait until spring. He just has to. He just has to <laughs> wait for him to melt. I got a for that one. What is Frosty gonna do? Become water. Exactly. And then, like, drown. Can he ever really? Does he die? Or is it? Just no, kind he just of, comes back. But does he die and then come back? Whoa, resurrection. Or is it like? Is he still conscious as like in the water cycle? How I does that work? I think he just becomes part of the wind. The wind. Yes. Because I think in the special. He gets like blown away or something. Okay, but like you or, know like, how the water solves. cycle works, right? Yes, I know how the water cycle works. I took seventh grade science. Act like it. <laughs> <laughs> you are mean. I'm sorry. We're done. We're do not. You, do done. you want to hear? You want to hear some facts about how the Grinch stole Christmas? Can we review the water cycle? <laughs> we're not reviewing. I guess I don't know. We're it. not reviewing. No, the water can you cycle. tell me all the steps of the water cycle? I'm not going. Maya, can we get a read on all the steps of the water cycle right now, please and thank you? Well, I can tell you that it doesn't involve turning into wind, please, because that doesn't Maya. make any sense, Ephraim. <laughs> yes, guys, you can't see this in the studio, but she just took um, Noah's mic. So she just took it. If we start at the <laughs> precipitation stage. Yes. We go from precipitation to evaporation to condensation. Yeah, we do. Back to precipitation, back to evaporation, back to condensation. Hence why it is called a cycle. Yes, we do. But there's also a fun little fun little activity called transpiration, which is yeah. when it comes out through the leaves, I guess. I don't know why you're asking me. I'm not the <laughs> STEM major. No I'm the I'm the I mean I can tell you how they talk to each other as a communication major. Maya, the the so transpiration much. goes to the condensation and says, Hey, take some of me. <laughs> and they're like, Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Maya. Personally I think the water cycle's made up. I don't think we need it. <laughs> it is it, it's a it's, it's a fake. capitalist myth. <laughs> right. Okay, no, I want to hear some Grinch facts. <laughs> All right. Grinch facts. Um, came out in 1966. 1966. Actually, surprising to me. I would have. I didn't realize it was that old. You're a mean one. Thank you, Ephraim. Is that surprising to you that it's from 1966 or no? Uh, no, because I feel like I touched or I could feel the 1966ness. Okay. Yeah. It's. I just. If I had to guess, I would have said like. Also, the Beatles 70s. song in the in the. There's a Beatles. No, song? there isn't. I made that up. <laughs> That's a um, joke. Not trying to spread misinformation. Yeah, so they had a... Their budget was actually four times um, that was offered to produce a Charlie Brown Christmas. Really? How much? Um, they had a $315,000 budget, um, which is about two, $2.5 today. Whoa. Which is crazy for... Well, maybe it's not crazy. It sounds crazy to me. I don't know what I'm talking right. about. Right, but the Charlie Brown special, um, I think, is better. I, I would agree. Um. So just reading through like the Wikipedia, I found some funny tidbits. Oh, please tell. Um, so they had some issues at first because they were like, "How are we supposed to make a Christmas special without Santa or without you know religion? Because it's about the Grinch, Orthodox religion." And they were like, "Well, we'll just write some Christmas carols in Susian Latin." <laughs> Which, Wait, is that the what? <laughs> which I I got really excited because I thought that meant that they had their own language. Yeah, but right. that was just um so you know how they sing? Have you've seen the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So, or it's I don't even know if I should call it a movie or a Christmas like a special. special. Yeah, special. Um they're like you know? <laughs> It's supposed goes to sound hard like, in the Yeah. It goes hard in the paint, bro. It's supposed to sound like Latin, but it's just gibberish. That's awesome. Um, which there's actually a term for that called dog Latin, which not is just pig. 
No, not that's a different. That's an actual language. Dog Latin is just really anything that's meant to sound like Latin, or is kind of, you know, like maybe they tweak Latin so it's not like real Latin, but it sounds like it. No, I feel you. Um, like in, have you have you read um The Handmaid's Tale? Uh, no. Handmaiden's Tale. Is that the okay. dystopian novel? That is the dystopian no- novel. There's a phrase in there. Oh, that I actually can't say because there's a naughty word. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> uh, what about on. 1984? What about it, Ephraim? Uh, there are a bunch of words that they make up for the purpose of that book. Okay. Is it? Is it supposed to sound like Latin? Like, is it? No. Okay. So, you want to tell me how that relates? <laughs> I guess I just wanted to. Bring you really like talking <laughs> about. You really like talking about 1984 for some reason. Well, I don't hear me out. I read the whole book for my English class out loud, so I have an intimate connection to that book. I, I see. I get you. I guess double think is not relevant to this. Yeah. So it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah, and like, oh yeah, here's a, a quote. So like, Bahu fores, dahu dores. Um, seems to have as much authenticity as Adeste Fidelis, mm. which is an actual fr- or Latin term. Yeah, it doesn't mean like they're kids. They're not. They don't. Nobody knows Latin, so they're just like we're just gonna make up words. That is awesome. That sound fun. Um, what does Adeste Fidelis translate to? I don't know. Can we get a Google on that too? Maya's awesome. Okay. Heck yeah. yeah. Oh, come all ye faithful. Oh, come all ye faithful. Um, what else? It took eleven to fourteen months of production time. I don't know why I don't have an actual number. Wow. Unconfirmed. Um, Fifteen thousand drawings. Um, two hundred fifty background layout drawings. Wow. Hundred, or sorry, one thousand two hundred character layout drawings. Wow. And sixty musicians working for eight hours to finish the special. Holy. Gosh, that is a um, lot. There's also this funny part that I found um, on the Wikipedia page. There's this critic talking about the movie or the special. Is it Roger Ebert? It's Rick Dubrow. Okay, I don't even know who that guy is. Yeah, me neither. Um, well, admi- well, admitting he neither cared nor knew how to critique <laughs> children's programming in general, he was taken aback at the show's high budget compared to its regularly scheduled children's program. And he admitted it was probably as good as most of the other holiday cartoons. <laughs> and found the special's optimistic ending to be reassuring, stating, I can't see why anyone would dislike it. <laughs> Which is just the most lukewarm, <laughs> yeah. I don't care about this. Most, like, most five out of ten <laughs> I, I, thing you could say about it. It's just, you're a critic. That's This is your job to have an opinion on it, actually. So I thought that was funny that That's awesome. that was included in there. Wow. He's just like, I don't know. It's it's a show, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Is that everything you have to say about uh, the top ten most beloved Christmas That's films? everything I wrote down. Um, who picked out these top ten? I want to know who That's a good... How yeah? Can I ask? Um, does this website know say how large the sample size was um, for the purpose of response? So I got this from Statista.com, Statista, um, which I think is usually a decent source. I needed to make an account to see the source. Free trial. And when I registered to make an account, it would not send me an email. Oh. So I I never got that done, <laughs> unfortunately. Um. So I don't have an answer. Boo Statista, I guess. Yeah. Not getting back to your email. I think that's going to do it for this episode, though. Um, This was a fun one. I like this one. I feel like I've learned a lot. And I feel like I have, like, I I now have It's a Wonderful Life and White Christmas on the to-watch list. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Okay, so some some personal. I'll let you pick pick your top three. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Okay. That's what I was gonna say too. Good job. Did you read my mind? Yep. Whoa, you're in my mind. I'm in your mind. You're in my mind. <laughs> yep. Wait, you guys should switch glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Noah. I don't want okay. your glasses. I don't want your I glasses either. Ephraim doesn't clean his glasses regularly. Shut up! So what are you really doing? <laughs> Shut up! I literally cleaned them this morning. 
Good for you. Thanks, man. I'll give you a hug later. Pick your top three. Okay, my top three Christmas And I'm going to judge you. Do it. Intently. Partially. I'm going to throw out here. I want you to think about this. Okay, give me ten seconds. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Got it. We got Elf. Okay. This is in no particular order, yeah, by the yeah. way. Yeah, you don't need to order them. We got Elf. Okay. We got the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Okay. We also have um, every Hallmark, Hallmark film that features a black character. So <laughs> I feel like every Hallmark film is just filled with white people. It's my top three. I've never seen. My mom Hallmark goes crazy movie. for those during like after after Thanksgiving, so they're like all she's watching until the end of January. I see. And Noah, I swear, bro, I've never seen a person of color. I believe you. <laughs> I entirely believe of you. those films, and the plot's always the same. The mm-hmm. the 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 rich city guy and or girl or non-binary pal <laughs> goes to the countryside to reconnect to their roots in their hometown, and they meet some of the new residents there. One of which they fall in love with and learn and reconnect to their hometown and community before uh, somehow betraying the person they fall in love with before having some kind of a heartfelt reunion where they then come back together, fall in love, and have an emotional kiss that lasts one minute, and then the credits roll. Riveting. Every Hallmark film. Riveting. So your favorite is... Just any car- Just any film that comes with a... A person of color, because it's a nice switch. Any film or any Hallmark? Any Hallmark film. Okay, but I thought you were saying that they didn't exist, or that they do. (laughs) Well, I mean, there, there. I'm sure there are a few, but I've barely seen any. Okay, like I I can't name one. I got you. Honestly, I can't name a Hallmark film. Period. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) We we love a we love a diverse company. (laughs) What? Oh wow! <laughs> Let's go. What is Megan Meghan Markle's title? Um, is she like the Duchess Does or she, something? Do they have titles anymore? I, I thought they left. Yeah, I, I think I might have heard about that, but I forget. Okay, no, you need to name your top three. All right, top three: It's a Wonderful Life, A Charlie Brown Christmas, and I would say A Christmas Carol. Mm. I love A Christmas Carol. That's awesome. Those are my favorites. Noah, thank you for sharing your top three. You're and welcome. thank you, listeners, for listening to our awesome episode of the Cordcast today. We had a lot of fun making this one. And happy holidays, and yeah. we'll see you in the next episode. Hope you have a fun, relaxing Christmas break. I've been Ephraim. And I've been Noah. Keep on rocking in the free world. Oh, wait, should we? Maya's got to say oh. goodbye. Bye. <laughs> have a good one, guys. Bye.